and welcome to Our Lost Podcast, brought to you by the Aficionados Podcast Network. My name is Jarman Jeffrey. I'm a 27-year-old actor and artist. I like brooding anti-heroes, feminist agendas, and I remember way too many details that no one else cares about. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey pretty much everywhere. And her name is Casey Wall. She is a 25-year-old writer from Rhode Island. She likes sapphic ships and collecting plants. You can follow her on Twitter at Casey Watches TV or at LF Candle Co., where she makes pop culture inspired candles. Welcome to the fourth and final installment of our season three spoiler sections. If you've listened to all of our podcasts in their entirety, you're not missing anything by skipping this series. These are all things that you've heard before. You can re listen for the fun of it if you want, though. I'm not the boss of you. The purpose of this series is for those people who may not be caught up who've been skipping the spoiler sections. We've compiled them here for your convenience so you don't have to go searching for them. You're welcome. Please be warned that from here on out, the whole series is fair game. So let's get started. This is the spoiler section for episode 320, The Man Behind the Curtain, featuring Robin's sister, Callie. Perf. Spoiler, spoilers. Okay. My dog is super in the way right now. My iPad is not a pillow. He said good fit. Okay, so we're going to start with spoilers for the beach storyline. I'm not sure if I actually have any. I don't think I have any spoilers for the beach storyline, honestly. Yeah, I don't have any spoilers for the beach storyline. Not really. No. Okay, spoilers for the island storyline, the Jacob stuff. Yeah. Uh, Ben says... Richard doesn't know where Jacob is. Richard doesn't talk to Jacob. Ironically, <laughs> Richard is the only one who actually has talked to Jacob. Yeah, what do you know? Yeah. I just had a whole thing with, like, in the cabin. Like, it, was that oh, actually yeah. Jacob? Like, was Jacob just, like, a random... Like, isn't he just a random guy with like some properties of like listening to the island and stuff but mib is the main one that has like can do craziness right i was gonna say isn't that like mib's cabin yeah we see mib in this cabin later with claire Mm -hmm. when he is fronting as christian um so that makes me feel like it is mib's cabin yeah like are we meant to believe that's where that's where he just chills yeah yeah i do think i think it's funny that ben is like you know, pretending that Jacob's talking to him and he like knowing that he is actually making up all of this is very funny. And I think he's doing actually like a pretty good job. Is that why he looks so shocked? Is that maybe when, like, yeah, I think so. I don't think he expected this. When stuff is happening because he's like, he's like, oh, I found a random shed in the, you know, woods. Let me use it for my manipulation. And then, but how does he know that like, he doesn't like light, you know? Well, I think that Ben has been to this cabin before. Like he clearly goes right there. Yeah. Later, we keep seeing Hurley find this cabin by accident. So I think it appears when you're looking for it. And even when you're uh, not looking for it, sometimes yeah. it appears. But like the voice that says help me doesn't even sound anything like the actual Jacob that we get, obviously, because they haven't cast uh, Mark Pellegrino yet. But I, I think it's meant to be MIB. I think. Okay. So the ash around the circle, my whole thing is that is it meant to keep MIB out or in? Or is it just supposed to be like, ooh? That's a good question. It does come back in like season six five and six i think but i can't remember what the point is i can look it up in a sec um but my last spoiler that i had for this storyline was just that if i had to wait several episodes thinking that Locke was dead i would have gone insane like like for like weeks thinking that Locke had just died i would have been crazy yeah um and then i will just look up that ash thing real quick if anybody has any anything else for that storyline um i'm just checking oh yeah my my other thing was that like if if the person that's in the chair if it's jacob or mib or like christian as mib you know what i mean yeah but yeah my whole thing is that like isn't jacob just like a regular dude just with like insights okay I've got stuff on the cabin. Okay. So later we see like Locke has this vision of Horace building the cabin. So the cabin was a rustic wooden structure on the island built by Horace Goodspeed during the time of the Dharma Initiative. The cabin has has had a connection to Jacob and has appeared in different locations on the island. Ben brought Locke here ostensibly to meet Jacob and later when visiting the cabin, Alana stated that Jacob had not been there in a long time and that someone else had been using it. The cabin was destroyed in 2007 when her group proceeded to burn it to the ground. It appears the cabin was constructed sometime prior to the purge by Horace Goodspeed as the means for him, his wife, and supposedly his son Ethan to get away from the day-to-day bustle of the Dharma Initiative as the blueprints of the cabin were found on his body in the mass grave. This may suggest the building was never quite finished. So Locke goes and finds his body in the mass grave in Cabin Fever in season four. Okay. Um... 
And then let me see if I can find something about the ash. Yeah. Arriving that night, they first encountered a line of ash around the cabin and stepped carefully over it before approaching the cabin. I think it says what the point of the ash is, other than like layout ash circle. Several instances, individuals arriving at the cabin have discovered a line of gray ash that appeared to encircle the building. Ben appeared to regard the line with caution in stepping over it, but made no comment as to its purpose. The line appeared to be intact in all occasions when it was found in 2004, but it was seen to be broken in 2007 when Alana's group arrived at the cabin. Bram noticed the break and reacted with the, some measure of alarm. So, like, it's, oh, okay. I think it's some sort of, like... Protection measure. Protection or ritual. Yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. But, yeah, can we move on to uh, flashback spoilers? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I had... The other thing that, because we were talking about, like, like I was talking about how, like, the island is moving. So, like, maybe they couldn't oh, yes. find the bodies because the island was moving. And then I remembered that the person faked, like, the, the, oh, yeah, the crash landing because Lapidus. And the yes. next thing is that it's like, I was supposed to fly it. And that's not, like, the actual person. Yeah, Charles Woodmore did that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought about that. I was like, it was like, if we don't know that yet, then it could be like, you know, when the plane goes down, the island moves. So they're like looking at the last known correspondence to this plane, but they can't find any wreckage. But yeah, yeah. and then Charles Whitmore shows up and decides to be a jerk about it. Yeah. So in the Candleman thing, it, well, I can call him Pierre Chang, Pierre Chang now, but it said on Lostpedia, when the barracks video is shown, Pierre Chang doesn't move his left arm, suggesting that he has a prosthetic arm, which is like a theory. Um, but this video was shot before the incident that left him without a left arm. However, Chang is not seen long, seen long in the video. The parts the audience don't see may have Chang moving his arm. So basically people are like, oh, why he shouldn't have his prosthetic yet. But it doesn't say that he necessarily does have the prosthetic Uh yet. Yeah. Okay, Olivia. She's supposedly Horace's wife. She has a wedding ring on, but she's never seen again other than this episode. And then later in the 70s in season five, he marries Amy. Oh, huh. So I don't know what happened to Olivia. Sister wives. Maybe. I don't know. Divorce. Also, there are a lot of kids here, and I feel like we don't really see this many kids in in season five when we're here. Yeah, like ever again. Okay, as for talking about Radzinski, in season five, the casting call of Radzinski claimed he was in his 40s to 50s. This cut line when he says the Radzinski kid suggests that Radzinski was a kid to Roger, which implied that this character was initially supposed to be much younger before he was cast. Mm. Ben sees a vision of his mom, but this isn't, it's not supposed to be MIB because her body isn't on the island. So I believe that the vision of his mom is Jacob. I think that the vision is Jacob, but the cabin is, is MIB. MIB. Uh-huh. Okay. Because the vision is like, no, Ben, don't do this. And is like trying to protect him. Can, is that, uh, can Jacob do that? I think Jacob can do just about anything. He shows up as Walt. Yeah. He shows up as. Uh, oh, he shows up as, oh, that's Walt. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. I think, and I, but I do think that he helps Walt. So, like, it may actually be partially part actually Walt because okay. Walt is so special, but it, yeah. it's hard to. Because I had a question about that because his his mom's body isn't on the island, so it can't be MIB. Yeah. But which like, is why only... Richard asks about it. Yeah. And they, you know, they show him it with such humanity as a child. And then in season five, it's explained why he's so bad is because he, like, almost died because of Saeed and then he was taken to the temple, which took away like his innocence or something i think was the thing but like it's just crazy because ben is evil ben because of saeed you know mm-hmm. what happened happened right and saeed in trying to prevent ben from ever doing anything and trying to kill baby hitler Made was the reason hitler. why he became yeah. so evil you yeah. know like you know when they when they say would you kill would you go back in time and kill baby hitler you know what i mean yeah the swings that annie and ben are on are the same swings that dan talks to little charlotte on in season five yeah um, so she's like around. She's younger than Ben, but she's around. Mm-hmm. Richard asking about uh, if she was if she died here. Isabella is seen on the island in Abiturno, but she didn't die on the island. So that is MIB when he's having like when he's seeing her in the ship and MIB's trying to get him to do stuff. But then later when Hurley talks, when Isabella talks through Hurley, that's just Hurley's powers that's not jacob or mib i don't yeah i think that's just hurley's powers um okay this is the only actual ben flashback in the whole show because everything past here is flash forward or like straight up time travel they give us his entire life story in this one episode they sure do that's phenomenal incredible and so my last note and if you guys have any other notes let me know i have i have one last note yeah okay um in my last note In the commentary, Damon discusses Richard and Ben like the Dalai Lama 
and the Panchen Lama. So the Panchen Lama chooses the next Dalai Lama, basically. So it's like Richard chooses the next leader. And then this was finally like his big thing that he had to do to earn it. Like Ben's big thing that he had to do to earn being the leader. And Locke's doing the same thing. And it's his is also killing his father. Mm-hmm. And mm. I was I was editing the last I did my notes for this episode and then I was finishing editing the next episode or the the last episode that we recorded. And Isra was talking about how um, like the toy choosing that we see him do in, I believe, Cabin Fever, where Richard brings like those things and then uh, Locke as a child has to choose one. Mm -hmm. Isra was like, that's like what happens with the Dalai Lama. So Damon clearly a season later brought his whole Dalai Lama thing forward into doing like more metaphor and symbolism, which I thought was really cool. Mm -hmm. All right, Cal, what was your last note? My last note was that um, I noticed that like, because like Richard takes off his mask off first, right? Yeah. Is it because he's the leader or like he just can't die or like he hoped that he maybe like would die or like maybe like risked it because it like it could go either way you know he's like I'm pretty pretty sure that I can't die so let me take my mask off first but I don't think I'll die but also at this point maybe maybe that'd be okay Mm -hmm. I don't think that he's immortal in the way that he cannot die I think that if someone stabbed him, he would die. Oh, okay. Because like when he doesn't die in season six and he he like tries to blow himself up, um, he doesn't die because Jack is there and Jack is a candidate and Jacob won't let Jack die. Right. So I'm pretty sure that Richard could die. Oh, okay. Um, I, I, I think you're right though. I think that he just does it because he's the leader. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. my whole thing. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was the case, that if yeah. he was just like immortal, but like my whole thing was that it's like, did he do it? Because he was like, you know, I'm the leader or like, could he be like, well, you know, at this point, it kind of like worked for me. Yeah. All right. Are we good to go, my friends? I think so. I think so. All right. Cal, thanks so much for joining us once again. Thank you so much for having me. Um, if you guys want to check out Callie's social media and all the stuff about her prints and stuff, check out the description. Uh, if you want to follow me or Casey, information's in the description. Also, The Aficionados at The Aficionados, our Patreon, patreon.com slash The Aficionados. And we love you. And thank you so much for listening. This podcast is my pride and joy, and I have every intention of finishing it. Thank you so much. Yay. <laughs> okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Do you even know what that word means? This is the spoiler section for episode 321, Greatest Hits, featuring Sam. Spoilers! All right, let's see here. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Let's you know it is the last charlie episode so uh there's not a lot my only thing like the only um oh you want spoilers uh charlie dies thing that i thought was a spoiler was not a spoiler so yeah (laughs) what what were you what did you say i said the only thing that i thought was a spoiler was not a spoiler because it's already happened yeah so yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay so i have like desmond says that his flash is charlie is claire and aaron getting on a helicopter Mm -hmm. um and as far as we know like charlie basically does everything that he's supposed to do and this does not happen like claire and aaron like aaron gets on the helicopter but claire doesn't that's right so um something else must have changed in the interim what happens well i guess oh my god maybe desmond wasn't supposed to go down with With him him, yeah and maybe they weren't supposed to know that it wasn't wasn't penny's boat yeah oh my god otherwise then claire would have gone (gasps) why did i not think of that (laughs) she fully does not get on the helicopter no yeah oh my god wow um i know that you guys will probably talk about it in the spoiler section of the next two Mm -hmm. episodes um, but I do think that it's uh, really emotional and moving that Desmond does eventually name his child Charlie. Yeah. Oh. Um, and so, like, having that knowledge in the context of this scene is a little bit like... Romance! Oh. Romance! Oh. Yeah, it's crazy because you're like, I know that this child is named Charles, and so mm-hmm. not only is he named after Charlie, but he's also named after Penny's dad. I was wild, yeah. So it's crazy that um, Desmond was like, can we name our child Charlie? And she was like, you want to name him after my dad? And he probably had to, like, try real hard for her to be like i guess we can name him that (laughs) it's like no 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 the friend the friend yeah Yeah. (laughs) so we see bernard getting to be one of the shooters here and one of the shooters next episode if not part two messes up and is the reason why they get why they get captured 
and it doesn't completely Why they get work. Got. Yeah. And I just wanted to say that I love that it's not Bernard. It would you have been what? so easy for them to make it. It's the old guy. The old guy yeah. is the reason why it got messed up. And it's not. It's Jin, somebody who has already proven himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right. hey, that was just a mistake on Jin. If it was Bernard, we'd be like, ugh, Bernard. Why'd you even pick Bernard? You know what I mean? But like, and, and especially after seeing him so proud of like trying yeah. so hard. Yeah. I just, I just really liked that it was, wasn't Bernard who messed it up, you know? I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm also still sad that it's Jin, yeah. but like. Yeah. I might hurt your feelings again with this. Sorry, you guys. Run! Uh, but the moment where he's saying goodbye to Hurley and he says, I'll catch up with you later. It really makes me think about how Hurley starts, once he leaves the island, starts having visions of Charlie and starts seeing Charlie again out off the island. Jail for Robin for <laughs> 1,000 years. The next thing is that Charlie left his ring in the crib with Aaron and this ring is not found until the end of season five when Sun finds it. That's insane. I was going to say, um, I don't remember what happens to the ring, but now that, that dropped my memory. Quite literally just Sun finds it. Um, I do not believe that Claire ever gets it. Oh, uh, I think that Sun and holds she never, to it. And she never gets the note either. Yeah. Um, she doesn't get the note because uh, next episode, Desmond, not knowing it's in his pocket, jumps mm-hmm. into the water and it's destroyed. Oof. Um, yeah. As far as I know, Sun held on to the ring until her death. I um, and so Claire never even hurt. knew that Charlie gave it to him. I'm in pain. I mean, she doesn't have, I don't think, a long time between when she finds it and it's when true. she dies. And and Claire at that point has gone a little nutso in season six. Yeah. A little. So it's like, even if she, I, I wonder, you know, I wouldn't really want to approach Claire at that point, <laughs> to be honest, but I wonder if she had been like, hey, I found this and it was from Charlie, maybe it would have like grounded her a little bit more. You know what I mean? I don't know if it would have grounded her or even sent her like further. Yeah, that's in true. The spiral that yeah, she was in. There's, there's a risk there. That's honestly all I've got. A lot of the spoilers are in regards to what's about to happen. So yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Yeah, I think everything is is really just finale. Mm-hmm. Good to go? I think so. Okay. Um. Once again, Sam, thanks for joining us. Uh, You're so welcome. I know you were so thrilled. You were like, I get to be on a podcast and I didn't have to do any work. All, I, all she did was read <laughs> I just had to be She's here. So yeah. Uh, once again, you can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. Uh, Casey, Casey Watches TV. Sam, Sam Casey's. You can find all this information in the description. Uh, at the aficionados all over the place patreon.com slash the aficionados we love you guys so much thank you so much for listening uh you guys are the best truly okay love you bye okay love you bye bye. i thought you were bringing rabbit this is the spoiler section for episode 322 through the looking glass part one featuring dave Yes! Spoilers! Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. So, on Lostpedia, I grabbed a couple of things in the spoilers. This episode is the last appearance of Sarah. That's crazy to we me. We will never see Sarah on the show again. I feel like we do, but I guess we don't. We don't. When did Modern Family start? Yep. Oh, I don't know. Must have been around this time. Also, this is the last time Claire is ever seen in the beach camp. Uh, uh, Modern Family started 09. Oh. Oh, so yeah, it was after this. This was uh, 2007. Yeah, so, yeah, it would have even been before. So what? So the pilot for, um, if it was a Fall 09 show, the pilot would have been shot, what, a year after this? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Or the following cycle, the following season for 08. Mm. So I think we'll do spoilers for the island storyline first. But the first thing I had was that Naomi is like, hey, Jack, what did you do for a living? Oh, you know. I know Um, you have files on everybody. (laughs) I know you know. Oh, of course she knows. I got nothing for spoilers, honestly. All right. That works for me. I got some stuff. Not a whole lot, but I do. Recently, we were talking about when the heck Friendly was meant to go and see Michael. Like, in season four, he goes to see Michael, and I was like, he's been here the whole time, and then he dies. And so when could he possibly go and see Michael? And so I finally was like, I'm just going to go on the Friendly page for Lostpedia and try and figure it out. And apparently, he only left for like four days in between like a certain scene in season three and when we see him playing football with Jack. That So when we see him playing football with Jack is apparently when he's already back 
And he's, you know what? He's probably having a good time just hanging out because he got to hang out with his boyfriend. Oh my God. And now he's coming back and he's having a great time playing football. Love that for him. Wait, yeah, he leaves? Apparently he's only gone for like four days because, you know, we see him so much. Oh, you're talking about when he he sees Michael and meet Kevin Johnson? In season four, yeah. Yeah. Comes back. Oh, damn. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Juliet talks about the runway. Um, They literally use this runway to leave the island in the finale. They sure do. And then the only other thing I had for the island storyline, um, other than maybe what you guys, if, or Casey, if you wrote down anything mm. for the island storyline, is us seeing Walt at the end and wondering who that is. I think that, you know, when we see, when Shannon sees Walt, we kind of like, we're trying to figure out what is Walt, like ghost Walt, trying to get somebody to do and whose goals does that align with? So he's trying to get Locke to get up so that he'll stop the freighter from coming and stop everybody from leaving. I think, I think that this is Jacob. And I think last time we saw him, it was Jacob too. Because it can only be Jacob, can't it? Like, aren't those the rules? Yeah, I think so. And Because it can't be B. Yeah, so I think it's Jacob who doesn't want his candidates to leave. Yeah, because it can't be MIB. Yeah. I, th- I mean, we've seen MIB do people who aren't on the island. It's just not supposed to be part of the rules. Yeah, no. Like, they're, yeah. they were figuring out their rules as they were going along. Like, that's fine. Yeah. I get it. Like, there's stuff in, like, there's stuff in some of the whispers, like, when Shannon dies, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, there's Boone. But yeah, Boone isn't a whisper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, that, that's exactly. kind of the deal. Did you have anything else for the island, uh, Casey? Um, For the island, I just noted a a handful of things Mm -hmm. one kate when they're all looking at the the crew that went off they're looking at the camp and there are two explosions that go off and there's not the third and kate says it didn't work um Mm -hmm. it just reminded me very heavily season six well mm, season five into season six where Mm -hmm. juliet's iconic line it worked. It worked. It's like just bl- like blended throughout the the rest of the show. Yes, that, love that just to remind me of that. Ben, does he love Alex or does he love possessing her? Right. Clearly, losing her in season four ruins him, changes his entire life. So clearly, he loves Alex to an extent. Yeah, you know? I would agree. I think he doesn't realize that he like genuinely loves her until he loses her, which is why it hurts so bad when he says to Kimi, "I don't even." care or love her at all yeah thinking that that would save her but that ends up being the last thing she ever hears yeah that hurts me so much and lastly i just had a note that our first really our only shot of Locke is of Locke lying on a bed of corpses in this episode and yeah. it's also the episode where like technically you trace it back and it's the episode we find out that Locke is dead yeah yeah oh. that's true you're right you're right yikes but they didn't know that it was Locke at this point, right? I don't think they did. No. Yeah, I don't mm. think so. I don't, which is so crazy. Like, I don't think they knew that. Like, Jack didn't know that. But, like, we go back and it's like, oh, my God. I think there was a possibility that it could have been Sawyer. And, yeah, and you know, seeing that, like, oh, nobody came to the funeral at the beginning of part two. That also, that could have been Sawyer, you know? I believe that that could have been Sawyer, that no one came to his funeral. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But also could have been the father. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. Just, oh, for that sure. just hurt me. Could have been Jesus, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I think it, the thing is that Jack went and and was bringing his body back in the pilot or in White Rabbit. Oh, right. and he also, and also they, they're still talking about his father being on vacation, which how, how, how many years has this yeah. been? Uh, three. So they're still thinking that he's been on an extended vacation for three years? Y- yes, yes, of course. When did they say that? Next episode in the flash forward. Well, yeah, because he says, um, you get my dad down here and if he's drunker than I am, you can fire me. Yeah, and he's on vacation, and th- the excuse is that he's on vacation or something like that. Like, what the hell? Did they say that? Yeah. When? Or, oh, Jack says, oh, he's out of town. Out of town. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Right, 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 right. Yeah. But yeah. that's just it. But then, right, right, right. Because that, but the audience is like, oh, he's out of town. But in reality, Jack's like, I'm lying. Oh, and who else could it, his father was chief of surgery. So there's a new chief of surgery. But who's the chief of surgery in between? Is it Jack? I think so. Okay, so like that should have been a giveaway. Yeah. And this doesn't need to be oh, for the spoiler sure. section. Since we're already in the flashbacks, uh, or the flash forwards, I've got, it's so sad to think that Locke is already dead at this point. Yeah, that hurts me. And I wish that Locke 
could see the reaction that Jack has to seeing that he's dead. And the fact that Jack is the only one who goes. And like later, Kate's like, why would I even go to that? And it's like, because he was your friend. Because he was your friend and he was just like, no one showed up. A little guy with no no other friend. It's also really interesting that, you know, and we, we see this obviously in season five, but both Jack and Locke almost commit suicide, but then are stopped at the last moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jack, of course, continues to live on. But then with in Locke's case, Ben shows up and kills him anyway, which I have problems with, to be honest. But Jacob has to have caused this crash, right? He can't just let a candidate die like that. He must have, yeah. Yeah. Jacob was like, no, no. Like, But to what extent... To what extent do his powers extend off the island? Are they just... I think it quite a lot. That's why all these character connections happen. Yeah, off island, I I think he can do... I think anywhere he can do pretty much anything. Yeah, well, I mean, he shows up in season five. He's shown up in Kate's uh, childhood, in Sawyer's childhood, in Jack's past. You know, in all those places. And he doesn't ha- actually have to physically travel. That's right. The intervening distance. He's just, bam, here I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's all I got. Yeah, I got I, I got nothing. Oh, um, all right. The, the one thing, it was from uh, Man Behind the Curtain. Like, they mm-hmm. were uh, in the science in the science class with the volcano Mm -hmm. that was supposed to be foreshadowing for the last fight between mib and jack oh right was originally supposed to be on a volcano but it got Mm -hmm. to a point where it was like they just couldn't afford it and volcanoes have been done so much yeah i agree i feel like i would have been like seriously you guys What is this, Star Trek 3 is exactly yeah. what you would have thought. Yeah. Uh, all right, we good to go? Yeah, I'm good. Uh, all right, once again, Dave, thank you for joining us. Yay! Thank you for having me. And I look forward to being back for Eggtown. Yes, looking forward to it. Uh, you can follow at the Affectionals all over the place. Uh, check the description for all of our um, various Twitters and our Patreon, patreon.com slash We love you so much. If you got this far, mwah! You're the you. best. There's only one more thing I have to say to those people. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. It's Charlie. Thomas and hi. This is the spoiler section for episode 323, Through the Looking Glass Part 2, featuring Aaron, who, last minute, took the place of Joe Garfine. Thank you so much, Aaron. All right, we're in spoilers. So, Aaron, I know that you are going to need to leave us in a second. So is there anything you want to mention with spoilers? Oh, no, necessarily. I think more than anything with this, I just found this a really amazing episode to watch in the context of the whole series. Like I said, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing how the show ends, I feel like now those concepts of destiny like I think particularly the biggest one for me was Charlie I I really felt like there's this idea that Charlie may have been the one that programmed good vibrations to be the song that he goes yeah I love that that would be so interesting I just I just I, I really I felt that I just, I like... I mean, they go back to the 70s, you know? And if Mm -hmm. Charlie, you know, like... I know that he's dead or or something, but still, like, I feel like it would have been really crazy for them to have made that work. Well, I just, I like... I like this idea that, you know, all of these characters go out on, there's this idea, like, I feel like something should have twigged for me at this point when I was watching this TV show that there was some, like, hang on, they're a plane crash, like, aren't they all dead? Like, I feel like something supernaturally should have twigged with me a little bit. But this idea of destiny and the part that we all play in where we're meant to be and what we're meant to be doing, and I just... This just felt like such a a gift of an episode because it was so complete. And I think that idea of the looking glass, there were a lot of, there were a lot of mirror moments between characters and it was a mirror that was really turned on its face that like I was saying before you know that idea of Jack being the doctor and in control and you know when all of the emergencies happening he's the one you look to for leadership and he's not the mess and he's holding it together. Charlie's the lying drug addict kid who just doesn't have his shit together and then somehow there's this massive through the looking glass reversal and I I love seeing that metaphor play out and that level of storytelling play out in the grand scheme of everything 
Um, so, yeah, that's probably my spoiler. But I've loved being a part of this with you guys. Thank you so much for having me part of the conversation. Oh, my God, Erin. Thank course. you so much. Yeah, part of um, uh, Erin helping and, and helping us out is that she has to go because she has to go to work because it is morning uh, in Australia time. Uh, so uh, uh, Casey and I are going to do the rest of the spoilers. I got a staff meeting in 40 minutes. <laughs> Casey and I are going to do the, the spoilers here, but we really appreciated you coming on. You're the best. Any, anytime, beautiful ladies. You have an absolutely amazing day. And yes, enjoy this episode. You are amazing. We love you so much. Yeah, anytime. Okay, well, she's amazing. Um, I love her so much. The best. And uh, so before we go into spoilers, I did have a listener thought that Isra... Uh, sent to us on our discord i do apologize because this is for our man behind the curtain episode but since we record these so far in advance um this is like the first episode that i could bring it up in nice but uh i did want to mention it because it's a really good idea so this is about um the salt line like the line of salt or ash that is around jacob's cabin oh yeah and this is what isra said on uh, in our discord here the discussion about the salt line made me cement an idea about the salt line next to the cabin it is a belief that salt keeps demons out slash in a place the salt is like a barrier. So I think the salt line was supposed to keep MIB out and the person in the cabin was Jacob and the salt line being broken in the future is why Man in Black Christian is in the cabin later on. Oh, yeah. I think that's smart and I agree. Yeah, I would agree with that. Or... Yeah, because it is weird that it's Jacob and then it's MIB. Or I just don't know if it would be like the opposite. Like MIBU is in the circle, mm-hmm. but someone broke that and then he got out. So you think that it was MIB in the chair? Yes. All right. Do I? I think so. Well, I don't know. That still confuses me. Yeah, because then I feel like Jacob is the one who helps Walt to be able to like astral project to Locke to help him or something, you know? Yeah, that's true. Like MIB wouldn't do that. Mm. Yeah, it still confuses me. I think I'm also just like exceptionally confused because of when we see Christian slash MIB like in the cabin later. Yeah. I think that's kind of throwing me off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it was right. So let's go into spoilers for the island storyline. Um, The first one I have is just the part where Ben says, you just want to go back to fixing things at the hospital. And we know that he does at the beginning, beginning of season four, we see that Jack does just straight go back to working at the hospital. Yeah. Man's got a fix. It's his thing. And okay. Island. Uh, Charlie asks if Desmond has gotten any flashes and he says, no, maybe I'm wrong, but does Desmond ever get any more flashes ever again? I don't think so. Because this is not like the constant flashes, obviously. Those are a completely different thing. Right, 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 right. That Those are very different. But I'm like, does he ever get any future, like future seeing flashback flashes again? For some reason, I can't remember any other ones. I don't think he does. I think maybe like once he, maybe once Charlie dies, it like they just stop. Well, I think that's part of the reason is why Charlie walks in there thinking everything is fine and fixed and everything is because he says, I saw Claire getting on that helicopter. And then for some reason, his flashes stop before he sees that that's changed because Claire doesn't get on that helicopter. Right. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm wrong and he does have a flashback or another flash. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't think of one. Penny hears about the survi- uh, how Charlie is one of the Oceanic Flight A-15 survivors. And she looks like so happy about this. And I'm like, I bet she knows that it was her dad that put that plane down there. And she's probably like, oh my gosh, these people are alive. Oh yeah, probably. And she like, it's probably so happy because even though she hasn't found Desmond because she hasn't heard Charlie say his name yet, at least she's like going to help save these people. Right. Right. I think that's correct. See if I've got anything else here. Naomi isn't dead yet. She's lying there speared, you know? Yeah, as you do. And that kind of reminds me of, like, it's reminiscent of Mikhail. Yeah. And I wonder if, I wonder if that was a hint, but I don't think, no, it wouldn't. Oh, I see what I meant. (laughs) Sorry. I was like, (laughs) I was like, I wonder if that's a hint, us being able to see that Mikhail isn't actually dead. But what I meant, because that doesn't freaking make sense, is that we saw Mikhail speared and then he wasn't dead. And so I'm wondering if Naomi lying there speared could be a sign to us to tell Uh, us that Naomi isn't actually dead. Right. Maybe. But unfortunately for her, she She dies like next episode. Only only has one life and not nine. She's got to live a big time. We talked to Minkowski. George Minkowski is my favorite person we meet on the freighter. I'm not talking about people who are from the freighter because obviously I love Dan. 
but he's the right. one of my favorite person that we meet on the freighter. Um, yeah, I love him. Just a just a quirky little man. And also, they clearly hadn't cast him yet because that's not his voice. No, that's not Minkowski. That's not our friend. And I love that we get to see Minkowski in the freaking in the freaking flash for or the flash sideways and everything too. Ugh. Oh my god, I know. I love it. That's crazy. I mostly have stuff for the flash four words. Do you have anything else for the island storyline? Um, nothing else for the island. Yeah, no. It's freaking Locke! It's Locke's funeral! It sure is, isn't it? And no one shows up to Locke's funeral because everyone who cared about him before the crash thought that he was already dead. <laughs> Every time I think about this, I just cry. That man's life was a tragedy to the very end. And then everyone who cared about him on the island just didn't show up. Just, no, everything about him is so sad. Literally to the end. Literally. He's such a tragedy. I just, and then like later, I think it's like in the season four finale or something when we see Kate who has just heard we have to go back and then she like backs up and comes in and he's like, it's for Jerry, Jeremy Bentham. And she's just like, why would I even go to that? Why would you think I would go to that? And I'm like, because he was your friend. I don't know. It just makes me so sad. He was a good man. Like, and it's crazy that this is still like sitting here in the season four finale, we still don't know who was in the coffin. You know? We don't learn until oh, yeah. season five. Or maybe we do learn in the season four finale. I can't I'm remember about it. But, you know, it's just like we have to wait a whole nother season before we figure out. I mean, yeah. given this season, the next season is quite short. Yeah. Uh, it's only been like a few days in the flash forwards because they like go and take Locke's body and all that stuff. But, you know, they had those advertisements that were telling us like oh who could it be and there was like Desmond right. and there was Sawyer in there and everything you know Jack saying or that guy saying friend or family and Jack saying neither I believe that's Sawyer yeah you know that yeah. could be Sawyer for sure I definitely would believe that 100% it's so crazy like watching it back now because now you can kind of see like everything that points to it being Locke and I was so kind of like shh taken aback mm -hmm. when there was the parallel between Locke telling Jack you're not supposed to do this Jack and then Jack and Kate when they were together Jack going we weren't supposed to leave because I feel like that's a huge yeah. like indication like oh my god that's Locke in there well, like one of the most incredible things that this show ever did was start with Jack as a adamant man of science and Locke as an, an adamant man of faith and then by the end they've switched you know, and I yes. know that it's not Locke anymore. It's Man, man in Black, obviously. Mm -hmm. But Jack's character development of becoming a man in, man of, of faith. And it starts here. Because of Locke? You know, yeah. yes. And it starts here. When he comes yeah. back is when that and when that is when that starts. And we're seeing the beginning of that here. And yeah, yeah I just love it. It's so masterful. Yeah. Amazing. There are so many. I mean, it makes sense because like this is officially the halfway point of the series. Mm -hmm. But like there are so many important character shifts that happen like in this episode particularly yeah. like we finally see like people's faith in ben like starting to crumble and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um his kind of hold on everyone falling apart yeah. and we see jack really being tested by his like belief in like in his man of science-ness and we see Locke being tested and like there are just so many important character points happening at this point so in the in the last scene here, you know, we have that scene, that part where Kate's like, why would I even go to that funeral? And it's like, maybe because he was your friend, but okay. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that I wanted to mention was uh, Kate saying, I got to go. He'll be wondering where I am. And of course, my brain. Oh, yeah. and, and they're trying to get you to think Sawyer, right? Like, oh, I certainly thought Sawyer. In the future, <laughs> right. In the future, Kate has finally made her decision on the love triangle and she's with Sawyer now. Obviously, we know Sawyer didn't even make it off the island and... Uh, she's talking about Aaron, which is another yeah. huge twist. Yeah. Huge twist next season. Mm -hmm. Another thing I wanted to mention that I thought of while we were talking was the part where Jack says, I don't care about anyone else on board. I just want it to crash. And this reminds me, oh, in season five, Hurley, when they're going to go on the Ajira 316 flight mm -hmm. and all the Oceanic Six are coming. They all know basically that it's going down. You know, it's not up to Saeed. <laughs> Saeed's like, I can't believe I'm here and now this is happening. Everyone mm -hmm. else mostly knows. But Hurley comes and he buys every single other seat 
on that flight. Oh my god, that's right. So that he can save every other person who's on there that he possibly can. Oh my god, that's right. And so the juxtaposition between Jack being like, I don't care about anybody else on board, and Hurley being like, I hope no one else joins. I will buy every single seat on this plane. Incredible. I loved that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. The last thing we have is him saying we have to go back and she drives away. And I believe it's in the season four finale where Kate hears that and then immediately like drives backwards and comes back. So I guess she heard him say it like the first time. Yeah. So my headcanon basically is that she was like, "Ugh, I have nothing to say to you. She gets out and then once she gets in the car, she's like, actually, I do have something to say. And she like goes and yells (laughs) about it. Um, but yeah incredible finale yeah one of the one of the best amazing i can't believe i mean we started season three like two years ago that's insane i can't believe that yeah so we've got a round table coming and then we're gonna be doing the spoilers sections as always after a season and then me and casey are gonna cover the webisodes the missing pieces so go and check those out on i believe they're all on youtube um and uh yeah, so I still have not watched them. So oh, this will be fun. They are they are canon, so that's why we're going to be talking about. I them. think I've seen maybe one. Mm-hmm. All right, well, great, sounds good. Yeah. Um, here is where we would usually thank our guest, but obviously Erin has already left. Um, but now that she's not here to uh, be humble about it, she truly saved my ass, and I think she's incredible and amazing. I love her so much. She's the best. She's the best. The best human being. So true. You will not find a kinder human. Mm-hmm. Like I literally, I was in such a crunch and i was like can you help and she was like sure and she literally came and did this at 7 a.m on a monday morning and was late to work about it like i cannot believe that there's like no one i would do that for literally like two days after her birthday too like literally um so thank you so much to aaron if you guys want to follow her you can find uh, her information in the description and you can fo- also find uh, me and Casey's information in the description. Uh, follow us at The Aficionados all over the place. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash The Aficionados. And uh, yeah, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us for another season. And you're the best. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. That's for taking the kid off the raft. This is the spoiler section for our season three roundtable featuring Blanche and Leah. Yay! Yay! Spoilers! All right, so flash forward. So excited to get... We, we hardly have any flashbacks for the rest of the season or for the rest of the series. I know. Dang, that's so true. Yeah, it's mostly flash forwards and flash sideways now. Oh, flash sideways. Insane. Do you guys miss the flashbacks? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um... I feel like it's really fun to do something else, you know, because mm-hmm. how long can we just keep doing flashbacks? Yeah. Eventually, we're going to run out of stories to tell. That's so true. You're going to end up with more Stranger in a yeah. Strange Land-esque episodes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's a good yeah. point. So, um, yeah. So I'm glad that they're doing something else. It's really cool. And what they do in season five is really cool, too, which is kind of like things happening parallel to each other which is cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah really excited i think we kind of talked about it already but i mean we can talk about it in the spoilers now things we're excited to talk about in season four i cannot wait i love my freighter people mm-hmm. faraday and lapidus i love all of them i'm so yes. excited for faraday and lapidus and miles is gonna have some top-notch favorite line awards i just know it oh that's true <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's true they're so good what a what a motley crew that is yeah, we're also going to be seeing Michael on the freighter again. Oh, yes. <gasps> yeah. Yes. Um, and we also are going to have to meet, unfortunately, we need another villain, and his name is Martin Kimi. Oh, Kimi. He's the worst. Yuck. He is the worst, but I love that, like, through and through, he is just a bad dude. He's just a bad dude, but he's really fun to watch. Yeah. The actor's having a great time yeah. playing him. He's <laughs> so fun true. to watch. And it's also interesting to see a villain that Ben is against. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then you're just like, wait, who am I rooting for? Mm. Am I rooting for Ben? Yikes. You know? Mm. Not necessarily something I'm excited to see, but the scene where he kills Alex. Oh. Oof. Yeah, that's a huge... I honestly, I'm gonna have to do some complaining on that episode, I think. Oh. Yeah. Not... Actually, it might be the episode before, but the fact that they kill Rousseau and Carl... Yeah. 
Like, Carl, okay. But Rousseau, who we've had from mm-hmm. season one, who we heard in the pilot, right. gets killed in such a, a way that is so meaningless. Aww. Yeah. You know? It's and that's, really and that, that's disappointing to me. So I am going to have to complain about that one, I think, when we get to it. Yeah. It's really rough. But definitely that and the, um, the death of Alex is, like, a huge yeah. turning point for Ben. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to talk about the constant. Oh, my God. <gasps> I cannot that's wait to talk about the constant. I'm excited to hear the episode, the other woman. That's a great Juliet episode. Yeah. Oh yes, Juliet. Another fantastic finale. Also a really amazing finale mm-hmm. uh, in season four True. that I'm really excited to talk about. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of it. It's a short season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the shortest season. I think it's because it was the writer's strike year. Oh, that's right. That this came out. But oh my god, what an incredible season for a writer's strike. You know, like yeah. they still ended up putting out an incredible season that only takes place over a week. That's insane. Seriously? That's the craziest part. Yeah. That's the craziest like, part to me. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's crazy because seasons season one was over a month. Season two over a month. Season three took place over a month. Season four takes place over a week. That's crazy. I, I think <laughs> that alone is why it feels like such a short season. It's like, oh yeah. my God, this all happens in a week. Well, it's like there's 14 episodes and I'm pr- like, okay, so it's two episodes a day. Wow. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, oh, and then Casey, I think you wrote this in, uh, how did the deaths of major characters like Echo and Charlie continue to resonate through the end of the series? Oh, yeah. I thought that was just, uh... Well, we, we see Charlie. Yeah. Hurley, like, Hurley ends up getting, and I, why can't I remember how he ended up getting this power for some reason? But, like, Hurley starts seeing dead people. He sees Charlie, and then, you know, that part in... Oh, yeah. I think it must be season five or something where uh, where Hurley says checkmate Mr. Echo, which is a huge oh yeah 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 ooh, huge moment. I wonder if it's I don't remember how Hurley got that power. I don't remember. I'm gonna look it up. You guys keep talking about the deaths. Well, I think Charlie is definitely like the biggest character who we've lost, who we will continue to see through the end of the series. I mean, oh, it's. Especially in the series finale, my god. Oh my gosh. I cannot watch him reunite with Claire and Aaron without sobbing. Mm-hmm. I can't, I really can't watch like any, I can't watch the finale at all without sobbing. Aww. Is that your favorite of the reunions in the finale? I, mm, it's definitely up there, but I also really love Kate and Claire. I love that, Aww. I love that the person who brings Claire, is it that Claire brings back or that Kate bring? No, it's that Claire. No. What? Hold on. How am I trying to phrase this? I love that what, you know, how like in the finale, every, like everyone like goes to each other and there's like this moment where like they bring back and flood back like all their memories. And I love that the moment for Claire is Kate being there for the oh. birth of Aaron Like, I think that's so special Mm -hmm. that, like, it's this moment between these two women as opposed to, like, something romantic. I just, I have always loved that. But yeah, that major tangent. But, um, yeah, Charlie definitely continues to, um, impact the story, like, especially next season, but also, like, through the rest of the series, which I think does a lot of justice to, um to his character so i can't seem to find anything i'm I, listen the lostpedia page for hurley is extensive <laughs> but what i'm finding is like at some point hurley asked Locke if Locke received superpowers from the swan explosion because he thought that desmond had powers because i just i just control f'd power mm. but like going into the part where he like sees charlie and everything it just kind of says that he does um mm. so it might just have been just something that he got after he left the island but if anyone remembers please let me yeah, know i I do not recall specifically. Yeah. But I'm seeing something. I just Googled why does Hurley talk to dead people? And it says Good. that Jacob may have taken the form of these dead people in order to convince Hurley to go back to the island. Oh, that's true. Oh, that makes sense. But then hmm. But then what about in um Abiturno when he sees Isabella? Because Jacob was dead by that point. So I wonder if maybe Oh, oh. Maybe he can see the people, like the dead people, when he's like actually on the island, and then in like the flash forwards or flash sideways. Jacob just sends them. It was just Jacob, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, okay, yeah. That's, I mean, that makes about as much sense as, as everything else. As anything else, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, I had thoughts about Dharmaville. Sure. Um, I was just gonna say, like, how much I love how it started out as, like, a 
prison and almost kind of creepy and mm-hmm. eventually became something so lovely. Like that was where Sawyer and Juliet fell in love and it was mm-hmm. there and everyone else who time traveled. It was their home for like three years. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes me feel warm. I love that. And then like pretty early on in season four, they split off into Team Locke and Team Jack. Right. And at some point, I think Sawyer goes back to Dharmaville and is just kind of living there. And that's where he... Yeah, because that's where he, like, sleeps with Kate. Right. In Eggtown, I think. And, like, he goes and, like, saves Claire from that, like, the exploding building. And they literally kill off all of the randoms that are there <laughs> so that only we know that the main characters are there and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then even after he lived with Juliet in that, you know, and then after Juliet dies at the end of season five. I'm sorry, don't know what oh. you're talking about. I know, so sorry about that. Um, I'm just making stuff up now. But Sawyer goes back and that's where MIB Locke finds Sawyer is that he's still living in that empty house with nobody else there. Oh. It's really sad. Yeah, I, I do love what they turn that location into like throughout mm-hmm. the series. Yeah. yeah, it was so many things. It's so nice to see something modern as well yeah i know like something familiar indoor plumbing wow what yeah, a treat air conditioning exactly. they don't have to be in the jungle all the time exactly yeah exactly all right does anybody have anything else not that i can think of although fun fact uh i have the same birthday as jj abrams Ooh, that is a fun fact <gasps> that's, so cool. um, that's incredible absolutely you should call him up recently found that out but... like, yeah. hey do you want to celebrate that. our birthday together yeah, yeah. want to like hang out When's your birthday? Uh, June 27. Oh, oh just nice. happened. Happy yeah. birthday. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. Thanks. That's amazing. I feel like, yeah, if you guys meet up for your birthday, can you be like, hey, there's this podcast that I listen to. <laughs> I'd love to talk to you. Yes. Uh, perfect. All right. Well, once again, thank you to Blanche and Leah for joining us today. Thank Yay. you. Thank you. Thank you so, so much. It was so much fun. <laughs> it was. Thank you so much for asking. Yes, of course. Um, and if you guys want to follow them, all their information will be in the descriptions. Uh, so will my information and Casey's information. Go and check that out. At The Aficionados all over the place. Patreon.com slash The Aficionados. Um, we appreciate you guys so much for listening. And um, if you got this far, uh, we love you because it has been a long journey, but we are continuing on. We're going to freaking finish this show. Woo! Yay! Oh my god. Do season it. three. I'm excited. Done. Season three checked off. We did this like we started season three like two years ago, I think, but we we have done it. That's insane. That's crazy. Very excited. <laughs> All right. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Damn it, run! Thank you so much for listening to our spoiler sections. Our music is Terminal by Good News Tunes. Thank you to the creators and community of Lostpedia, of course. Our spoiler song was composed and produced by Francis Neves. Enjoy our coverage of the Missing Pieces canon webisodes for the rest of 22, and season four will be posted on the first Friday of every month starting February 2023. While you're waiting for season four, we've got some other podcasts. If you're a fan of The 100, we'd like to talk about that show too. We did seasons four to seven as they were airing, and we're going back to do seasons one to three. If you're a fan of Riverdale, we like to talk about that show too. We have coverage of all six seasons so far. If you're a fan of Stranger Things, we like to talk about that show too. We have coverage of the first three seasons and season four is coming in 2023. You can follow at the aficionados all over the place. You can follow me personally at Robin E. Jeffrey. You can follow Casey on Twitter at Casey Watches TV. All of our guests' socials will be included in the description. And if you like what we do here, please consider donating at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the aficionados. We appreciate you guys all so much. Okay, love you. Bye.